Hello and welcome to the NHRA Insider Podcast with Brian Loans. This week it's a special Christmas treat, a rock and roll trip through the best final rounds of the 2019 season, the notable championships, the notable losses, and the notable upsets that made us all lean forward in our chairs. A one-off format for this special week of the year, we promise you're going to love it. I mean, I promise you're going to love it, maybe you're going to hate it, I don't know. Maybe that's how things work on the internet. Some people like it, and most people hate it. So this is going to be kind of fun. Uh, what I did was I went through and picked uh, eight kind of notable categories. Seven of them are seasons of our champions um, and non-champions. We have Andrew Hines, Doug Coletta, Steve Torrance, Matthew Hartford, Erica Enders, uh, big upsets, all kinds of stuff. And I went through and pulled all their final rounds. I pulled the audio of all their final rounds, and I set a lot of music to kind of tell the story of their season. And uh, this is going to be kind of an interesting exercise in reliving the year through the final rounds they were in. Now, not just the ones they won. There will be final rounds that you'll hear where these people appeared in that they lost. So I felt like it was kind of a neat way to tell the story of success and failure, especially among the champions, to see how they did over the course of the year. The audio came from the NHRA on Fox broadcasts, and the songs came from, well, songs. (laughs) You'll recognize some of them. Maybe some of them you won't, but uh, I think this is going to be pretty fun. It's Christmas week. You know, hopefully that uh, hopefully you're going to get a couple days off of work and you can hang out with your family and do fun stuff. And if you're commuting in early this week, this will be a fun way for you to listen up and have some fun and kind of uh, get in the mood as we close out the chapter on 2019. We'll get into the 2020 season when we come back from the new year on the podcast. But at this point, it, it didn't seem uh, sensible to start calling people up and be like, hey, you think you're going to win the Winter Nationals? And then everyone says, yes, I think I'm going to win the Winter Nationals. We want to win a championship. We can reserve those conversations for January. So to get things kicked off, we're going to start with Andrew Hines. And I'm going to introduce each one of these segments as we get to them so you can kind of have a semblance of what's going on here. But for Andrew Hines, this is a guy who had the greatest season of his career, and that's saying something for a guy who will undoubtedly go down as the greatest pro-stock motorcycle racer of all time when he decides to hang up his helmet. The Harley-Davidson rider won a championship in dramatic fashion, in a fashion that he had no real control over at the World Finals, but he did win the championship, and he dominated the early part of the 2019 season. The song is by a band called Montrose. It came out in the 1970s. It's called Bad Motor Scooter. Some of you may know it, some of you may not, but let's take an audio look back at the 2019 season of Andrew Hines. In 2018, Andrew Hines did not win a race for the first time in 15 years. A 1-1,000th margin of reaction time as they get to the finish line, and it's going to be Andrew Hines. And it's time for the final round in Pro Stock Motorcycle, and Andrew Hines is having problems keeping that bike running, and it's not going to start. Oh, the team is disgusted. You can see him making the cut sign there. This four-wide race just became a three-wide race, and it's going to be Eddie Krawick, Matt Smith, and Hector Arana Jr. There is Matt Smith right there. We saw the lineup of the drivers earlier. The interesting thing here is you're looking at the one, two, three, and four qualifiers, not a situation we normally see in drag racing. Then again, we don't normally race them four at a time. So there is Hector Arana Jr., who thumped his own dad in the last round to move on here. Eddie Kravick rose closest to the camera, and it's the final round in Pro Stock Fight. Red light start for Eddie Kravick. It's a two-horse race to the finish line between Matt Smith and Hector Arana. We get to the stripe, and it's Hector Arana Jr. on a hole shot. Ayler 
Ford picked the wrong time to be late. We'll find out if the winner will come out of lanes one and two, and the wind light will come on for Andrew Hines. He has won the four wide here for the fourth time. He is the leader in wins at this race now. It is his 50th career win. He is the 12th rider, or driver rather, in NHRA history to achieve 50 wins. Amazing, amazing stuff. First pro stock motorcycle racer to, to get to 50 wins in his 265th career race. These riders two and two against each other in final round. Savoie gonna be second to stage. It is Jerry Savoie out on Andrew Hines by only two thousandths of a second. The Harley-Davidson charging to the stripe and the century mark has been reached for the Harley-Davidson brand in NHRA drag racing. The 100th win for the Bonton Motorcycle Manufacturer, 6.865 seconds, 195 miles per hour. And how fitting for that win to be achieved by Andrew Hines, who has so, so capably carried the banner for the Harley-Davidson brand in NHRA drag racing for so long. E3 spark plug side for Eddie Krawick, Toyota side for Andrew Hines. The team has already won, but whose mantle is the Wally going on at home? They both leave with identical reaction times as they head down the racetrack. A dandy of a final round in Pro Stock Motorcycle goes to Andrew Hines. 6.845 seconds, 180, 95 miles an hour. And for the first time since his older brother did it in 1998, Andrew Hines wins four of the first five races of the NHRA season in Pro Stock Motorcycle. Drives off into the center. 7, 17, 186 miles an hour. Vandermeer, you guys said you wanted him to win, and he did. Eddie Matt Smith did take a shot. 025 reaction time. And 037 reaction time for Andrew. And he's going to hit him with the Hines for the seventh time of the 2019 season. A new career season win total high for Andrew Hines. Unreal. It's Karen Stouffer late again, but does she have enough horse to run down ahead of Andrew Hines? It doesn't appear so at the finish line stripe. It is Andrew Hines on a hole shot. How fitting. For the 10th time today, someone has won a race on a hole shot. This time it's Andrew Hines, his 56th race win, his eighth win of the season, and he continues to add to the greatest season he's ever had. Seven. So we are now officially kicked off here. Andrew Hines getting us going on this uh, unique podcast format that we'll be sharing throughout the course of this episode. You know, Andrew Hines I did not play the final round from Pomona because he wasn't in it. You will certainly hear it a little bit later in the show because it was one of the seminal moments of the 2019 season, but he wasn't there, so it doesn't make his cut. I mentioned we have champions and non-champions, and one of the most interesting non-champions of 2019, in my opinion, was Matt Hartford. Matt Hartford breathed uh, a very interesting new kind of uh, breath of life into the pro stock car category. Not that it needed it. We had a ton of cars out here this year, but what Matt Hartford brought was this kind of sense 
defensive cool. He appeared in six final rounds this year, had an incredible season, a season that uh, he would have liked to have won more races. He picked up one race win in Seattle that you'll hear in just a minute. Now, what I think Hartford brought to Pro Stock this year was just this interesting kind of devil-may-care attitude. They had a lot of success, and it was fun to watch that team succeed. Undoubtedly, the 2020 season will be very interesting to watch with them involved once again running the full tour. So it's going to be great to see them back out. Now, for Matt Hartford, the song is called On and On by a band called Justice. Here we go. So the thousandth round of competition for Jake Coughlin. How nice a bow would it be to tie on this story if he's able to pull off a win light here? And for Matt Harford, it's his second career final round after winning Houston last year, the crowning moment of his NHRA Pro Stock career. Can he do it at home? Pre-stage bulbs are on, and it's time to go final round drag racing. Harford goes red and rattles the tires. The thousandth round of racing for Jake Coughlin results in a win light. 6.557 seconds for Coughlin. 210 miles an hour, and they call him the natural, and he certainly won. Here comes the Pro Stock Car Final. Bo Butner, Greg Anderson, Jason Line, and Matt Harford. Butner in the Bell Yellow Lane. E3 Spark Plugs Lane for Anderson. Line in the Toyota Lane and UTI Lane for Matt Hartford. We look at Bo Butner. This guy has started the season like King Kong. Number one qualifying numbers, multiple event wins. The guy next to him, well, that's Greg Anderson. He is uh, off, was off to a slow start. I think we can erase that uh, phrase from our memory banks now. He's made the final round here. He's going to try to add a victory to his large pile of them. Then it's his teammate, Jason Line, to his right. And then it's Matt Hartford. He's going to try to go you know, full Houdini here and escape from what looks to be a KB Racing full Nelson that he's locked into on the right-hand side of your screen. Bo Butner again is the first man off the starting line. Look at how close this thing is. They get that on the stripe. It is going to be Bo Butner again in 2019. Domination. Domination here. As Matt Harper, the second card on the racetrack, beats Greg Anderson on a hole shot. So 66-7 for Matt Hartford finishing second this weekend, beating Anderson on a hole shot to prevent him from finishing second. But how about Bo Butner getting it done again? Well, you know, we... Matt Harford seeking his second career win. Greg Anderson seeking his 92nd career win. Who do you wow. think the pressure's on here? Actually, I think Greg just as much as Matt, because it's been a while since Greg's turned on that last win line. It was here in Denver the last time he did it. Matt Harford is the first to stage. They leave within two thousandths of a second. It is a, co a contest of raw horsepower as they charge to the strike. Chalk one up for Greg Anderson. KB Racing back on the board, and Greg Anderson back on the board since his victory last year in Denver. It's a strange place to have that kind of streak, but he loves it here. And Matt Hartford, the career, or the season, I should say, of his pro stock career so far. He came up short just a couple of weeks ago to Greg Anderson on the mountain. Can he beat him in the forest? Here we go. An 0-23 reaction time for Matt Hartford. Greg Anderson is going to need a very fast horse at the top end. It's Matt Hartford. Matt Hartford on a hole shot. 0-23 reaction time to Greg's 0-54. Kim Anderson reacts, and Matt Hartford wins the Wally. As Matt Hartford collects his first Wally of 2019, the sixth different winner in Pro Stock to do it on a whole shot. How much more special is that? You know, I told Greg down here when you interviewed us that I was going to leave on him. I don't think I outran him, but uh, we're taking the Wally home. And uh, this is for everybody at Rottler, but uh, more importantly, all my crew. I couldn't do it without him. You know, last time we won, my wife wasn't here with us. She's been here working her butt off all weekend. But uh, th this Wally right here. Uh, it's awesome, you know, this is home track for CIP1, Chris is my partner on the car. I, it's just everybody, Rob's, Kenny Koretsky, everybody at Total Seal. Uh, 
I don't even know where to start. Jason Curry, Larry, the host connection. Just the four final rounds and finally close it this year. You did it. Congratulations. It's Hartford at first. 6,000 separation on the tree. Elite Motorsports horsepower for Hartford. KB Racing horsepower for Kramer. Which engine reigns supreme? It will be the KB engine of Derek Kramer. 6.541 seconds. 211 miles an hour. And Derek Kramer collects his first countdown win ever. And Derek... And as we all know, Matt Harford also appeared in the final round in St. Louis this year where he came up short against Erica. And again, you didn't hear it there because you're going to hear it a little bit later. Not that much later, actually, in the show. And I was trying to avoid some uh, redundancy, Department of Redundancy Department type things. I wanted to try to keep stuff as... Uh, as natural as it could possibly be. But yeah, great season for Matt Hartford. A lot of fun to see him out there, and it will be a lot of fun to see him try to uh, kind of work his way back into the top five again in 2020. So we continue on with a championship run here. Of course, Erica enters her third Pro Stock Championship in 2019, and she came by it the hard way. Was was not a dominant season. It was a regular season that was fraught with some heartbreak, fraught with some late-round losses, some final-round losses, until it all came together for her in St. Louis, and she never once looked back after that. The song, ACDC, it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. Who will hoist the Wally at the end of Route 66 Raceway on this beautiful Sunday afternoon? Red light start for Erica. 014 reaction time, and Derek Kramer, one of the slowest lights of his whole day, ironically, carries him to victory. 6.53-2, 210 miles an hour, and you can be too quick on the trigger in NHRA drag racing, and that's exactly what the clutch pedal is in a Pro Stock car. Jason's home track, the place he grew up, the place where he nabbed his first stock eliminator national event win, a place where there are literally hundreds of people that he knows watching him right now, and a place where the fans are going to go berserk mode if he's actually able to turn on a win light and this final round against Erica. They're in, and they are gone. Wow, Jason Line dials up at 016 reaction time to Eric Anders 014, and at the finish line, stripe, it's Jason Line for the first time properly in his home track. He gets a great crowd reaction as the Minnesota fans go nuts for their hometown boy, finally doing something he has dreamed about since he was a kid racing with his dad at this event. Erica will be second to stage. Grostock, final round, in and gone. A double 07 reaction time for Erica Enders. Signed, sealed, delivered. It's your... Oh, she got outrun! You have got to be kidding me! Alex Laughlin, a 120 reaction time. She was quicker to 60 feet. Laughlin was slower all the way through, and again, it's an engine problem, apparently, that got Erica Enders. Holy cow! Erica going to take a deep breath and nose this car in a pre-stage. Matt Hartford already sitting there. Both cars now in pre-stage. Who's going to go in first? 
It's Hartford. Here comes Erica. She said she was going to dial one up here in the final round. She's hanging him out to dry a little bit. But it's Matt Hartford going double 3 in the Christmas tree. Erica at 018 light. Can Hartford stellar double 3 hang on? No, it cannot. By 88 10 thousandths of a second, she has finally driven herself to the winner's circle in 2019. 659 beats a 662 at 207. And there is not a happier human being on planet Earth than the woman in that pro stock car. and teammates against each other on the starting line. Pro Stock, final round, Vegas. Line them up and dump the clutch. Here we go. Oh, 18 reaction time for Erica. As they get past the finish line stripe for the 150th time in the history of NHRA drag racing, a woman has won a professional category. 6.617 seconds, 208 miles an hour. Erica Anders will go to Pomona, California with a 92-point lead over the rest of the field, nearly insurmountable. For the World Championship of Pro Stock Drag Racing, Erica Enders is fully staged. She's 019 on the tree. He's 050. And at the finish line stripe, it's number three for Tripoli, a three-time world champion on a whole shot for Erica Enders. How appropriate. I think the song does wonders to sum up her career to this point. It truly was a long way for her to get to the top, and she's uh, been hanging in there now with a third championship. I did include her championship-winning run, and I included a couple of those because uh, they're interesting. Now, it was not in the final round. It was against Chris McGahey in the second round of Pro Stock at the World Finals. But, hey. It's all good in the hood, right? It's Christmas week. Don't blame me too much for stuff like that. We now move into the nitro burning categories, and we go to nitro funny car. And before we get to our champion, I thought Matt Hagen's season was really intriguing. I, I love the way that that team was very scrappy near the end and how that team came into Pomona, undoubtedly with the most momentum of anybody in the class. They won the two races back-to-back, Dallas and then Las Vegas. And we figured in Pomona they'd be able to give Robert Hyde a run for his money. They didn't quite get it done, but boy, they kept themselves alive, and that's exactly why I chose a song by that name, Keep Yourself Alive, by the band Queen. And immediately, J.R. Todd's car fails at the starting line, and Matt Hagen trucks down to the top at 3.890 seconds, 325 miles per hour. Matt Hagen collecting that third victory at Wild Horse Pass Motorsports Park, joining his teammates Jack Beckman and Ron Caps with three on his historic and awesome record. Great run. Sit back and watch this. He did it again. John Ford stuffed it in deep. It's tire smoking two of the lanes, and it's going to be Sean Langdon picking up his first career victory. Wow, Sean Langdon, 412, gets the job done. Shopping at 
Matt Hagen is on the E3 spark plug side of the racetrack. The Dodge Charger SRT Hellcat body machine, and on the Toyota side, fittingly, is the Camry. This is the final round of Nitro Funny Car and Epic. Matt Hagen seems to have it up, and he does for the third consecutive year. Dickie Venables, Matt Hagen, and their team have handled their business. Final round of Nitro Funny Car. And for the 50th time in his career, Robert Hyde has gonna, is going to raise a Wally at the end of an NHRA national event. He becomes only the third NHRA Funny Car racer to reach the 50-win plateau. An incredible milestone in a career that shows no signs of letting up anytime soon. Brutal reaction time for Matt Hagen, and Matt Hagen paces his way down the racetrack. 3.909 seconds at 327 miles an hour. Matt Hagen gets a win for the third time at the Texas Motorplex. They're in. They leave close. A little movement there for Lindbergh, and it's Matt Hagen. Matt Hagen, 387.6, 331.76 miles an hour. Dickie Venables and that whole team have found the magic, and they will be bringing it, and they will be swinging the big hammer when they come to Pomona looking to beat up on Robert Hyde. And they were looking to beat up on Robert Height, and they didn't do it. Why? Because Robert Height just would not relent. The guy had the greatest season he has had in his career, a season that will undoubtedly see him, or I should say a career that will undoubtedly see him in the Hall of Fame at some point. Robert Height had some career accomplishments over the course of 2019, won his 50th career race, won the 50th Gator Nationals, Picked up his 500th round win in Nitro Funny Car Competition. Had a, an emotional interview when he got that 50th win in Sonoma, California. Talked about how the Auto Club kind of picked him out of the crowd and said, this is our guy. You know, John Force wanted him to be in that car. They believed in him, and they have had a great relationship ever since that moment. Robert Height, the, the season was dominant. I mean, the first half of it specifically, and then the last half of it, like it always turns into, is a, was a dogfight through the countdown. Ultimately, Height of course, wins the championship and uh, picks up another one for John Forrest Racing. He led the points effectively end-to-end -end over the course of the year, which is incredible when we think about it because not even Steve Torrance could make that claim. There was actually some movement in the in the top fuel points, believe it or not, during the countdown. But Robert Height never really gave up that number one spot, and it was very impressive to watch his entire team operate. Chris Cunningham, Jimmy Prock, and the entire group. As he went through the season, he inched closer and closer to a championship title. That's the name of the song by a band called La Maitre. seconds. A minuscule hole shot for Robert Height and a margin of victory of 73 ten thousandths of a second. It is the 400th round of nitro-powered competition in Tim Wilkerson's career and he is on a current 69 race win drought. It would end in an avalanche or in a flood of success if he's able to grab a golden wally here at the end of the racetrack. Robert Height, his success this season has been scary good. Robert Height's in. Here comes Welk. Here we go. And Wilk smokes the tires, so Robert Height continues to be the dominant car in the Nitro Funny Car category in 2019. The crowd reacts here. In
an incredible indicator of Matt Hagen's talent. He has varied only three thousandths of a second in his reaction times all day long. They're both pre-stage. It's the final round of Nitro Funny Car in Houston. Both drivers working on the steering wheel, and it's going to be Robert Hype. 3.941 seconds, 310 miles an hour. The car that qualified in the third session that looked lost in the woods through the first two sessions has turned on the wind light in the final round. Sit back and watch this. He did it again. John Ford stuffed it in deep. It's tire smoke in two of the lanes, and it's going to be Sean Langdon picking up his first career victory. Wow, Sean Langdon, 4-12, gets the job done. Robert Hyde smokes the tires. Johnson explodes in a dramatic fashion, wins in Chicago. What a way to win a race here in Chicago, a day that has been filled with fire, flame, and carnage. And Tommy Johnson Jr. has all three of those things and a, and a victory. 4.17.5, only 229 miles per hour, and a dramatic win for the Make-A-Wish Dodge Charger Hellcat Funny Car. In the Nitro Funny Car final round here in Topeka, race two of a four-race swing. Can Robert Hyde get his sixth of the year? Beckman's going to try to take it to the mat, and it's Robert Hyde. 3.895 seconds at 330 miles per hour, and a ripping 029 reaction time moves him on to the final, or I should say gives him a wally at the end of the day. Jack Beckman, 396, 9, 323. It was Beckman off the starting line first, but Hyde outpowered him. Final round of Nitro Funny Car. And for the 50th time in his career, Robert Hyde has gonna, is going to raise a wally at the end of an NHRA national event. He becomes only the third NHRA Funny Car racer to reach the 50-win plateau. An incredible milestone in a career that shows no signs of letting up anytime soon. Robert Hyde seeking his first race win since Sonoma, California. Jack Beckman seeking a personal and professional milestone on his side of the racetrack. A red light start for Jack Beckman means that Robert Hyde will win his 500th career round of racing in Nitro Funny Car. Only the 20th driver in NHRA history to achieve that milestone, his first win since Sonoma. Because the way the rules are here and the way the procedures run, because that car is so far down the racetrack, that is why Robert got out of it. Jack Beckman will run down the right side, and he will keep his foot to the floor as he goes streaking by the funny car of Robert Hyde and wins the finals. 3.920 seconds, 323 miles an hour, and we'll get some sort of an answer for you as to exactly what the heck is going on out there. But congratulations to Jack Beckman. Yeah, Jack Beckman grabbed the win at the World Finals in Pomona after Robert Height did that just monstrous burnout. And then uh, he grabbed the brake and the fuel sloshed ahead in the tank and the engine went lean and shut off. So Robert Height was a spectator in the final round of Pomona. He had already been crowned the champion, so it, was, uh, it would have been a nice little cherry on top of the Sunday. But he will come back in 2020 as a defending world champion in Nitro Funny Car. 
This next segment was one of the most fun to build of this entire show. And the reason is because before we get to Top Fuel, we're going to concentrate on some of the weirdest and craziest final rounds we had in the 2019 season. I consulted with some of my friends at National Dragster. We came up with a list of what we thought were like the seven craziest finals of the year and stuff that you haven't heard already. So we're talking about Richie Crampton beating Clay Milliken at the Gators. We're talking about Chris McGahey winning Norwalk and Pro Stock from basically nowhere. Austin Proc winning against Steve Torrance in Seattle. Alex Laughlin winning Indy. You heard it once. You're going to hear it again. And then you hear Richie beating Doug in Maple Grove. Then it's going to be Billy Torrance beating Jordan Vandergriff on a, just a bizarre final round in Dallas. And finally, Gianna Salinas at Pomona, including Gianna's emotional interview at the top end. The song you're going to hear playing under the highlights is called Everyone's a Winner, Baby by a band called Hot Chocolate. Clay Milliken is second to stage. The final pair is gone. Down the drain trip they go. Header flames up and it's Richie Crampton on a hole shot. 3.769 seconds at 323 miles an hour. An incredible drag race ends on an incredible top fuel final. Whoever wins this race will be adding one more, a fourth person to the win total on the 2019 Pro Stock season. They're gone. Both cars heading down the drag strip. A very tight matchup. McGehey, the starting line advantage, and Chris McGehey picking up his first win at Norwalk, his eighth career pro stock win on a day when the world seemed to be conspiring against him, Tony. McGehey persevered and wins the drag race. But is Austin Proc the man to beat him in Seattle? Here we go. Two horrendous reaction times. Steve Torrance smokes the tires, and it is perfect symmetry. Austin Brock collects his first career victory as John Forrest collects the 150th. Mike Green swarmed by Austin Brock's mother. Erica will be second to stage. Brostock, final round, in and gone. A 007 reaction time for Erica Enders. Signed, sealed, delivered. It's your... Oh, she got outrun! You have got to be kidding me! Alex Laughlin, 100 and a 120 reaction time. She was quicker to 60 feet. Laughlin was slower all the way through, and again, it's an engine problem, apparently, that got Erica Enders. Holy cow. It is already a win for the old man in the golf cart. Connie Coletta will be smiling either way. We'll find out which of his cars leaves here with the points lead and the biggest home for a world championship in 2019. Coletta leaves first, and Crampton gets to the finish line first. Richie Crampton has now inserted himself deftly into the conversation of championship contenders. 3.738 seconds, 329 miles per hour, and Doug Coletta, 377.9 and 3.31. It was a heavyweight throwdown, the likes of which Larry Holmes would be proud to watch. Billy's trying to button it up here in the E3 spark plug side. Final round of top fuel. Young versus old, they leave. Wow, Jordan Vandergriff! Oh, no! Oh, you got to be kidding me. Vandergriff was 60 on the tree. Billy Torrance was a day late. And then all of a sudden, Vandergriff, the bottom fell out of it. Billy Torrance, 377.5. Jerry's bike shuts off. Andrew Hines is the champion of Pro Stock Motorcycle. Gianna Salinas gets her first victory. And the wildest day in the history of this category is finally complete. 746.4, 180 miles an hour. The tears flowing down. 
the cheeks of Mike Salinas and the Harley Davidson team. That whooshing sound you heard was them releasing the breath they have held all day long. How will you remember this day? You know, everybody says that when it's your day, it's your day. And I never believed that until right now. This class is amazing. You have amazing racers out here that are so competitive. Just to be here is an honor. Thank you so much to my sponsor, True Disruption Scrappers Racing. Greg, Gary, Karen, this all goes out to them. They're amazing, my parents, and also my boyfriend watching from Japan right now. Thank you guys so much. It truly was one of the craziest days uh, I've ever spent at a drag strip. We've talked about it a hundred times, and they'll be talking about Gianna Salinas' win for the next hundred years in the sport of NHRA drag racing. It was just amazing. I wanted to include that interview at the top end because she was so emotional, and it was so genuine, her appreciation of the moment and uh, everything that came along with it. And uh, she got a lot of appreciation that following evening at the awards uh, banquet as well, the awards ceremony in Hollywood, California. It was uh, very, very cool. Gianna's a tough-nosed competitor, and she will be back out there in 2020. So we have one category left to explore here on this special podcast, and that is Top Fuel. And you're not going to be too surprised with the two racers we're going to hear from, the two racers we're going to review their seasons. The first one is Doug Coletta who came three points away from winning a Top Fuel World Championship. And in fact, one of those final rounds we just played with Richie Crampton beating Doug Coletta in Reading, Pennsylvania, uh, could have made all the difference. Uh, if Doug Coletta wins that round, then we talk about Doug Coletta perhaps as the world champion. You never know how it shakes out after that, but he would have had a couple more points in his back pocket. Doug Coletta's been a runner-up for the Top Fuel Championship now, I believe, five times. He did have a lot of highlights, though, this season, including a very memorable win at the U.S. Nationals. Let's take a listen back to the 2019 season that was for Doug Coletta, and the soundtrack will be provided by the Tom Robinson Band of England in a sound call, a song called Two four six eight motorway. They both smoke the tires, and Steve Torrance's car explodes at the top end. Doug Coletta ends the streak in its tracks. Doug Coletta, 4.01, takes the win line. It was 161 days before Steve Torrance had lost a round of racing. 161 days from September 3rd, 2018 to this moment. Steve Torrance had not yet tasted defeat. And there it is, Tony. That is how quickly the worm turns in top fuel. Of all the storylines, the umbrella storylines of this quadrant of top fuel cars, there is one that stands out. Coletta Motorsports has had 15 opportunities over the course of its existence to double up at a race. They have never done it. So Coletta Motorsports is looking to double up for the first time since Coletta Motorsports has existed. We'll find out if Doug Coletta can do it. And Tony Pedregon, or actually I'll go to Tony Schumacher here as we're talking top fuel. This is the guy you want to have that on his shoulder. Absolutely. He's driving as good as he's ever driven before. You know, Brittany coming off 35 late. I'm not so sure she's going to try to do that again. So Lewis has got a lot to look up to. He's got a lot of jobs. He's guided a lot of drivers to championships. And Clay, the battle between him and Brittany and the crew chiefs, a lot of stuff here. Yeah, and you can't count play out. And the story here, of course, is in the other lane is his former tuner. So there's somewhat of a rivalry here. Clay Milliken, he's, he's really surprised all of us. But you know, one of the things that is certain all these drivers are very qualified, but if I'm Doug Fletter, if I'm Clay Milliken, I'm looking to see maybe Steve, or rather maybe uh, uh, maybe Salinas, if there's some nerves, this is the time to exploit that weakness. Clay Milliken and Mike Clover won six IHRA championships, but never an NHRA national event, and they won't today, and it's going to be 
Kings have won already. What a spectacular week of competition we have seen. Days and nights of qualifying. Incredible elimination rounds today as Doug Coletta free stages. The tension, you can cut it with a chainsaw. Here we go. Doug Coletta's out first, trailing smoke. Both cars coasting to the finish line. It's Doug Coletta for the first time in his career. Doug Coletta wins 414 at 212 miles an hour. The elation of that man. Coletta, who won this race in 1994, who first raced at this point, race 60 years ago, unbelievable. There's already a win for the old man in the golf cart. Connie Coletta will be smiling either way. We'll find out which of his cars leaves here with a points lead and the biggest hope for a world championship in 2019. Coletta leaves first, and Crampton gets to the finish line first. Richie Crampton has now inserted himself deftly into the conversation of championship contenders. 3.738 seconds, 329 miles per hour, and Doug Coletta, 377.9 and 3.31. It was a heavyweight throwdown, the likes of which Larry Holmes would be proud to watch. Reaction time for Steve Torrance. Doug Coletta smokes the tires, and for the first time since Denver, Steve Torrance is a top fuel winner. 377.2, 323 miles per hour, and an 031 reaction time. Perhaps a reminder to everybody else that he is the baddest man on the block. Richie Crampton smokes the tires, and Doug Coletta gets the win light. 371.6, 332.67 miles an hour. Doug Coletta now a five-time runner-up in the championship points of NHRA Top Fuel Drag Racing. His second win at Pomona. He won the Winter Nationals. He wins the World Finals. His third win of the year. The two bookend races, and of course, the U.S. Nationals. So a fun look back at Doug Coletta's year in the fifth runner-up season he has had in the top fuel championship points chase you gotta wonder when the dam's gonna break for Doug Coletta and who knows it could be 2020 that team obviously winning the uh, winter nationals then winning the world finals loves Pomona knows Pomona we'll see if they can come out of the gate swinging in 2020 but you know this next guy in the last segment we're gonna have on this show will be back swinging as well and that's Steve Torrance who had a tumultuous world finals but did not have a very tumultuous season absolutely dominant in every respect through the regular season and then the countdown where every single top fuel team stepped up their program stepped up the competition level certainly gave them fits but at the end of the day the capco contractors top fuel team worked their way to a world finals or rather a, a championship a world championship they had a strong showing at the world finals but the road work they put in leading up to that moment is what earned him the championship on a losing run to richie crampton a couple rounds into eliminations so now we go back and look at steve torrance's season in this segment, because the guy won so flippin' much and made so many final rounds, required two songs to get us through it. The first one you're going to hear is War by Edwin Starr. I felt like that was appropriate for the battles that these guys went through and the conquering they did early in the season. And finally, the second half is a song called I'm Going Home by Alvin Lee in the 10 years after, which is exactly what he did. He was going home with a championship Wally under his arm when he left Pomona, California on Sunday afternoon.
Steve Torrance had lost a round of racing. 161 days from September 3rd, 2018 to this moment, Steve Torrance had not yet tasted defeat. And there it is, Tony. That is how quickly the worm turns at Top Mule. But if I'm Steve Torrance, I can see it in the attitude, but he's been backing it up. Milliken, 19 light. Three got a panel, but it's one going to the finish line, and it's Steve Torrance. Oh, the negative streak, the winless streak of only just five races has come to a stop for Steve Torrance. 377, 8, 323, and it's lane one all the way to the finish line. Top fuel final in pre-stage right now. Force Torrance gone. He's off the tires for Brenny, and it's Steve Torrance. The team has climbed back atop the top fuel ranks, and now they're leveling opponents week in and week out. 3.863 seconds, 320 miles an hour, an 072 reaction time for Steve Torrance, and a convincing wire-to-wire -wire victory for the Capco Contractors team over Brittany Ford. Final pair of cars, pre-stage, Brown, Torrance. This is the end of the Virginia Nationals. Cylinders out down the racetrack. Steve Torrance does it again. Oh, boy, his equals are scarce. His superiors impossible to find. Torrance, 388 with a one. 319 miles per hour, and he took it down the racetrack. He was first off the starting line by three thousandths and did what they have done all day. Both in pre-stage. Here we go with the final and top fuel. A humongous starting line advantage for Torrance, and it's four in a row. A team that is literally incapable of understanding that defeat is possible at this point. 3.763 seconds, 326 miles an hour, and it is a more than 12-round lead that Steve Torrance has now amassed on the rest of the field. 22-4 and four in final round since 2017. Torrance off first by a few thousandths of a second and is dead. Runs down the racetrack behind him at 3.76 seconds. Steve Torrance is now five races along in an incredible, incredible streak that shows no signs of abating whatsoever. By 81 ten thousandths of a second, Steve Torrance beats Billy Torrance and says, Pops, get out of the way, we're racing here. Both men taking a minute. Steve in first. As they go down, the Mike Salinas stops the streak. Mike Salinas, 3.836 seconds, 325 miles an hour. And if Superman has kryptonite, it comes from San Jose, California, and is called the Scrappers Racing Team. Yeah, a little bit of a staging duel on the starting line. Worked against Mike Salinas, but something happened to Steve Torrance's car at about the eighth mile, but that's all it takes for Mike Salinas to get to the line first. Unbelievable run down there. One one hundredth of a second, 17 thousandths of a second at the stripe as Mike Salinas by a third of the top fuel dragster goes across the finish line first. And Salinas, halfway out of his car, has to be elated down there with the performance of his Allen Johnson-led team. What? In the hands of the drivers now. The final round at Top Fuel here at Summit Racing Equipment Motorsports Park. 
A great side-by-side -side run, but it's Torrance by a car length at the stripe. 3.83 seconds, 323 miles an hour, and Steve Torrance has won six out of the first 12 races of the 2019 season. It's go time. It is a throwdown, and it's Steve Torrance again. He has now tied Tony Schumacher for with 26 wins over a three-year span. 3.861 seconds, 321 miles an hour, and Scott Palmer's 4.014 was hanging in there for a minute, man. It was hanging there for a minute, and then the pipes went quiet. The two cars pulling ahead. The final round at the Mile High Nationals. They both smoked the tires. They both pedal their race cars. It's Steve Torrance. 4044, 270 miles an hour. And Steve Torrance joins the swamp rat, Don Garlitz, with his 35th race win. Amazing. But is Austin Proc the man to beat him in Seattle? Here we go. Two horrendous reaction times. Steve Torrance smokes the tires, and it is perfect symmetry. Austin Proc collects his first career victory as John Forrest collects the 150th. Mike Green swarmed by Austin Proc's mother. time for Steve Torrance. Doug Coletta smokes the tires and for the first time since Denver, Steve Torrance is a top fuel winner. 377-2, 323 miles per hour and an 031 reaction time. Perhaps a reminder to everybody else that he is the baddest man on the block. Brittany's last final was in Atlanta on tour. She lost to Steve Torrance. She's in first. Brittany gets the jump by almost two hundredths of a second, and Brittany Forrest. 365-2, 334 crushing miles an hour as Brittany Forrest takes victory from Steve Torrance and goes into Pomona, California, riding a wave in that big red advanced auto parts dragster. So Steve Torrance, as long as, like Tony said, as long as he does not cross the center line or hit a foam block, he will be the 2019 NHRA Top Fuel World Champion. Would be a back-to-back -back feat. They are pre-stayed. Richie Crampton trying to knock him off for Doug Coletta. A huge starting line advantage for Richie Crampton, and Steve Torrance loses the round but wins the war. The 2019 Top Fuel World Champion is Steve Torrance. And so there you have it. That is our last retro look back at what happened in 2019. Steve Torrance capping off that championship in Pomona. A much more hard-fought countdown than he had in 2018. That is for sure, and he will ultimately have his hands full again in 2020 as an ever-growing number of Top Fuel competitors spring up from around the country to try to make his life harder than it already has been. 
It's been a lot of fun here in 2019 making podcasts and bringing you the NHRA insider perspective. It is going to be a whole lot of fun in 2020. I'll have another second season under my belt and our broadcast team as a unit will have a second team under our belt. We're looking to bring back all the same people you saw on the screen this year in 2019. So we'll have some great stability there and familiar faces on the broadcast talking to the racers and the racers will be yelling at us like they always do. It's going to be great. It's going to be just like it was, but better in 2019. Hope you all have a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, uh, whatever other holiday you may be celebrating, whether it's Kwanzaa, whatever you're celebrating with your family. I hope you enjoyed this holiday season and hope you enjoyed this look back in a unique way in the 2019 NHRA Mellow Yellow Drag Racing season. We'll be back soon. Maybe not next week. Be back soon with another another NHRA Insider Podcast as we're going to keep these babies rolling all winter long. 2020 is upon us. It is almost time to start thinking about Pomona. Well, not really, but we're almost getting there when we can start thinking about the Winter Nationals next. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, and as always, we appreciate you hanging out with us here in the NHRA Insider Podcast with Brian Loans.